still under siege in Nairobi. Today, Monday, September 23rd. This is The World. I'm Marco Werman. More uncertainty in Nairobi as police struggle to end the standoff with militants inside the Westgate shopping mall. This reporter says she also encountered resilience and unity among Kenyans, including those at a blood drive. A lot of people who were interviewed when they were giving out blood were saying, you know what, I just gave out blood. My blood has no color. My blood has no race. There's a unity aspect there that a lot of people then expect. Also today, anticipation over whether President Obama will cross paths with Iran's new president at the United Nations. A touch between Rouhani and Obama may only last 15 seconds. Who knows? But that is an eternity in many ways. A photo lasts and lasts and lasts. Support for PRI's The World comes from Medtronic celebrating 25 new global heroes, runners who didn't let a diagnosis of chronic disease end their run at the Medtronic Twin Cities Marathon this October 6th. More at Medtronic.com. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. If you didn't know it was Kenya, it might have seemed like another mass shooting in the U.S. It's far away and yet feels oddly close. More than 60 people have been killed in this attack, which the militant group Al-Shabaab claimed responsibility for. And today, the shopping mall in Nairobi that was the target of those militants on Saturday is still under siege. Laura Walubengo is a Kenyan journalist with DSTV Online in Nairobi. She was outside the Westgate Mall earlier today. There was a lot of drama today, a lot of explosions in the morning, a lot of uh, gunshots as well, and helicopters hovering all over the place. What happened is there was something burning out of the Westgate shopping mall this afternoon, and it was smoking at the back, towards the back of the building. It so turned out there was a press conference that was done after that, and it turned out that some of the militants were trying to create a diversion so that they could escape. So I think a few of them were trying to escape, but they were gunned down. I still need to confirm those details, but they were actually trying to put up some kind of diversion so that they could flee the scene. There were some hostages freed today. The authorities refused to tell us how many exactly, and they are still not sure how many are left inside the building. What is the mood right now in Nairobi? I mean, how is Nairobi dealing with the situation? A lot of people didn't go to work today. It's still a bit incredulous that the siege is still going on and we still have no clear indication of what exactly is happening in there. So the most that people could do is come together in the best way they could. And so we had even one of the hospitals, MP Shah Hospital, their blood bank was full And so they had to turn blood donors away. So there was a massive blood drive happening in one of our recreation parks, Uhuru Park. That's what people were doing, basically positive messages on Facebook, on Twitter, trying to get food to the security officers who are uh, taking part in the siege and also giving blood. I mean, every city has its own character, and Boston had its own horrific episode earlier this year of violence with the Boston Marathon. Every city reacts in its own way. Is there one word or one way you can describe Nairobi's ability to kind of face situations like this? It's just completely resilient because nobody seems completely phased. 
when one person says something on Twitter that you know, okay, this is what Al Shabaab is saying, and they're going to finish us, and somebody else says, no, you know, that's propaganda. We are Kenyans. We always stand to the end. So that is one thing that has really stood out. And a lot of people are impressed with how much we were able to unite so quickly. The ethnic divides in, in Nairobi and Kenya are pretty well known. We saw how they kind of came to the surface during the election some years ago. So is the big gulf between Kenyans who live in the shanty towns that ring the city and the wealthy who frequent these uh, pretty affluent malls like Westgate. Has this attack widened those divides? No, actually it's brought it together because there were two clear messages that I can think of. During the rescue operation on the first day, at the Westgate Mall, it was mainly the Asian, the Nairobi Asian community that was having a massive function there because it was East FM had a cooking competition for kids. And East FM is a Hindi speaking radio station. So there were a lot of Nairobi Asian community over there. And so when the rescuers were going in, people would come out with kids who are Asian and people would come out with kids who